Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome back to Down for the Count. I am so sorry to get this out so late to you guys, but I wanted to talk to you guys about Hell in a Cell and give you guys my predictions. I am your girl, Tiffany E. I am one-fourth of the co-host for Down for the Count, and we're about to get into Hell in a Cell. Now, if you didn't watch Friday Night Smackdown, then you didn't get to see Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio's match, um, which was a Hell in a Cell match. It was it was not a bad match. It was okay. Roman got beat down by Rey Mysterio, but ultimately was able to pick up the win against Rey. Now, in reality, the match was fine. There was nothing wrong with the match. It was a good match. It was a good showing for Rey. And obviously, it was a good showing for y'all beloved tribal chief, Roman Reigns. The problem I had with this particular match was really there wasn't much to it there wasn't much substance to it there was nothing that necessarily needed to happen when it came to this particular match so it's very confused as to why it happened i felt like it did not need to happen in the cell you could have had a no disqualification match or like um you know a um what do they call it any other match that you could do without it, you know, being inside the cell because I just felt like you wasted an opportunity with another match that I'm going to mention later on that could have been in the cell and gave it to Roman. It was unnecessary in my mind. But, you know, they did it anyway. WWE tends, for the last couple of months, they've been doing some things that have just been weird and I don't understand and I can't rationalize it in my head as to why it's happening, but it is what it is. So let's move on to the actual show, Hell in a Cell, which is happening tonight. Hell in a Cell comes on at 7 p.m. That is when the kickoff show begins at six and then the actual show starts at seven which is kind of great because it'll end around nine ten should end around nine o'clock nine thirty which is awesome i like the fact that it's coming on earlier and not later because i don't have to be up all night trying to watch hell in a cell you know hell in a cell this year wasn't exactly a fun pay-per-view so I'm kind of glad they moved it up and got it out the way. And Money in the Bank should be much, much better. As well as SummerSlam. I feel like SummerSlam is going to be a massive show this year. But anyway, let's move into the matches for Hell in a Cell. Okay? This seems to be a dump pay-per-view this year. Um, and that's fine. <laughs> a lot of people don't like Hell in a Cell. It used to be one of my favorite pay-per-views. But the last couple of years, the, sh the show booking hasn't been great. So it is what it is. So this year's Hell in a Cell, the biggest match on the card is Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Now, a lot of people are sick and tired of Drew McIntyre and more specifically of this feud with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Me personally, I love Drew McIntyre. I am a big fan of his as I am Romans I give Roman shit as a heel and I give Drew McIntyre shit as a heel I'm not the biggest fan of of Bobby Lashley and I think his title reign has been quite boring but um Bobby Lashley himself to me is boring so I just don't really have any care or regard for Bobby Lashley However, I don't see Bobby dropping this title to Drew McIntyre 
tonight. And if Drew loses, as long as Bobby Lashley is champion, he can no longer go after the title, which will probably force him to be dropped back to the mid-card. And he'll probably have another feud with Sheamus or something like that. But I'm going to pick um, Bobby Lashley for the win reluctantly because <laughs> I don't like Bobby Lashley. <laughs> but we're going to pick Bobby Lashley to retain his title. We're going to move on to Bianca Belair versus Bayley at a hell of, and their match is also going to be inside of a cell. I didn't think this feud was strong enough to be in a cell. I honestly think this is a waste of a cell match, but I understand what they're doing in terms of putting um, Bianca in the cell with Bayley. I don't see Bianca dropping her title either. I think that Bianca will retain her title against Bayley. And I also believe that this was to show what Bianca is capable of inside the cell, her strength, her power, and what she's really, you know, that she can be a dangerous um, women's champion. This match was the match that was supposed to be inside a cell. It's volatile. It's angry. And these two women have been fighting for weeks, almost months against each other and other people to prove that they are better than the other, to prove that they are worthy to carry that Raw Women's Championship. And that is Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I can't believe that WWE didn't see it or didn't care to, or maybe they didn't want to make Raw too top heavy. But in my mind, I did not see a reason why you did not put Charlotte and Bailey, I mean, Charlotte and Rhea inside this damn cell. They should have been in the cell, into the conversation. There was nothing else to go there. It just should have been Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. That's it. But this match is happening. And I'm going to give Charlotte Flair the win for this match. I'm picking Charlotte Flair for this match. Um, you've got some non-cell matches. We started off with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair. Now we're moving into Bliss and Baszler. Now, if you haven't seen for the last couple of weeks, Bliss has been tormenting Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. And um, I see Bliss winning this match. This is a stepping stone for Bliss to get back into title contingency. It would make sense. It would be fun. It's interesting. Now, one thing I will say that doubles back to the Raw Women's Championship. If somehow Bliss makes it back to the championship, I could see her going up against Charlotte Flair. I can also see her going up against Rhea Ripley. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. I'm still going to pick Charlotte as my prediction. I'm also going to pick Bliss as my prediction for this match between she and Baszler. Another thing I want to make very clear that a lot of people seem to be acting very weird on is that just because Baszler is going up against Bliss, it doesn't, and she's playing her part in terms of the fear that Bliss embodies with her doll, Lily. I don't understand how people can equate that to weakness as if she is somehow flawed and she's no longer what she used to be. That is unfair and that is not a fair assessment of Shayna Baszler. For almost a year and a half, she has been a dominant tag team champion with Nia Jax. And yet that still wasn't enough for her to be considered a dominant 
um, force on the brand, on the raw brand. Shayna Baszler is still who she is. It's just you're dealing with something that is not controllable and you can't always understand where it comes from and what it's going to do. That is that is what fear does. That is how fear plays mind tricks on you. And that is what Bliss has been doing. She's been playing mind tricks with the woman. So of course you're trying, you're on edge. You're trying to figure out what's going on and you're trying to rationalize it all while defend yourself. So sometimes y'all jump to conclusions and you make things harder than it has to be. And sometimes you just have to sit and watch wrestling like it's a movie. There's a thrill that's happening. There's a villain that's happening. Something is coming and we need to figure out what it is. But we also have to be able to watch the show for what it is and understand the two characters. And that's all. And overanalyzing it, making it seem like Shayna Baszler is a weakling because she she fears something that she can't control is not a fair assessment of her. I just had to say that. Kevin Owens is going up against Sami Zayn, and I don't care what anyone says. I love the fact that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are fighting. They always fight well. They always have an amazing um, dynamic between the two of them. It doesn't matter who's the adversary or who's the face. It always is a combustion between the two of them, and it just works it just works so i love when they fight i love watching them fight and it's actually been a really long time since kevin owens and Sami Zayn have really fought and they never really got the chance to just like you know play out their 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 storyline and let it be you know they kind of had to push it you know forward and and get their one-off match and be done with it so it's kind of cool that they're getting a match with each other. And it's been an interesting story for me. I don't know about anybody else, but it's been an interesting story for me. Final match that is on the docket for Helena Cell is another match that I believe should have been inside of a cell. Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. If you were trying to give SmackDown a match, this should have been the match that should have been inside the cell. Again, you had two people who have been violently fighting each other for months, constant attacks, constant wailing on each other. Seth Rollins is consistently taking out Cesaro, took him out for two weeks, gone. I mean, this match breeds I need to be in a cell. And they gave it to Bianca and Bailey, and I just don't understand it. But... I'm going to pick Cesaro for the win for this match. I don't see any other reason why Rollins would win this match. I think that it should go to Cesaro. He's the one who needs the build. He's the one who needs the, the push forward. And I think having Cesaro beat Rollins will be a big stepping stone for him or another stepping stone for him. To double back to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, I would give Kevin Owens that W. Sami Zayn is the type of character where he's crazy, he's kooky, he's weird, but giving him his W isn't really going to do anything. And for me, I feel as though this is the best way to set Kevin up to possibly be the next guy to take that title off Apollo Crews because I am sick of Apollo Crews. <laughs> I just am. So... That's going to be your Hell in the Cell. There really isn't much to it. There isn't much excitement to it. I hope you guys enjoyed um, the predictions. I know I didn't give you guys much, but I'm really not feeling well today. So I'm going to do my best to get this up for you guys so you guys can at least have our predictions 
have the match card, and then I will give you guys the results and let you know how the show went later on tonight. So with all that being said, make sure you follow us on our social media. It's at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter. Usually one of the ladies will live tweet the shows, whether it be AEW or WWE or anything else that is pertinent to wrestling, they will live tweet it usually on Twitter. Most of the time, the news that we find out is usually posted on Instagram, which is at D4TC underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This week, you are not going to get a what had happened was history lesson from Alexis. We're going to wait a couple weeks and give Alexis some time due to some personal issues that she's dealing with. We're going to give her some time to get it together. And then we're either probably going to give you guys a double whammy with the train, the plane ride from hell, or she'll give you guys another deep cut wrestling history. Either way, Alexis has been giving out some really great content. If you haven't listened to her previous shows, she does have some previous episodes that you can listen to. You can listen to the House Show Riot, and you can also listen to the Mass Transit episode. So go check out that stuff on our page. We also have some stuff coming up very soon. I am your girl, Tiffany E., And this is Down for the Count. And we appreciate and love every single one of you guys for listening. I will see you guys next time, probably later on tonight, to give you guys the full recap of Hell in a Cell. Because I'm pretty sure the girls don't want to give you guys that recap. (laughs) So I will see you guys very soon. Down for the Count.